In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. Nicole is still on her honeymoon, but I'm so excited to have a guest. I know a lot of you, I'm planning a destination wedding, and a lot of you have so many questions about destination weddings, which is why I'm so happy to have Gabby Lavore from Cantero Weddings and Planner One Events, who is actually doing my rentals and florals. Um, I'm so excited to have you with us today. Welcome. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for having me. You're so exciting. We are talking here from Cancun and Riviera Maya, Mexico. So I'm just here for your questions. Thank you so much for inviting us. Of course. So just to give like the the audience a little bit more background, can you just tell us about your experience in, in wedding planning and uh, growing your own business down there um, and all the destination weddings that you uh, yeah. help make so beautiful? <laughs> Thank you so much. Doing destination wedding, everything is already so beautiful. So we are very lucky to, uh, to have been working on this uh, during 15 years. Uh, we have we started the, the company on only uh, two people, me and my husband. So now we are working over all the Cancun and Riviera Maya. We are now 180 uh, collaborators working in the company um, because we work in all the sign and the, um, the rentals, the, the flowers. So we have been working a lot during um, for these many years. And uh, a lot of our work can be found in our social media. Now we have been working a lot, a lot of more of this, but definitely it helps a lot that we were one of the first companies working in, on the destinations and working together and combining the decor, the rentals, flowers, and also the planning. So it usually make much easier as we already know uh, the hotels the access of the um, how 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 the things uh works better on each uh venue so um being in-house in many of the resorts here make a lot of easier our lives uh doing all the decor production and also planning so it has been a blast to work in some uh, beautiful place. I'm come from Brazil and Brazilian and came from Rio de Janeiro. So um, we already uh, I have already working in events in Rio de Janeiro. So when I come when I came here from Mexico, I start to um, look and produce events from uh, on my own and then for a company that do corporate events. So this was my base. And then. When the, um, when I find find out that I really like all the details and make my life a little complicated, <laughs> I started the the wedding business. So I'm that's that's how everything works uh, through these fifteen years. Right, right. 
So if you're if you're someone who's interested in a destination wedding from, let's say, the United States, what would you recommend is the first thing that you do when you're considering doing a destination? Because I know it's a very different process than just a wedding, a local wedding. When when uh, a lot of couples contact us, I think that the first thing we usually to explain that a destination wedding is a experience that they have to uh, to consider. It's not like a one day wedding. This is something very important to mention because, and I have have been listening uh, your uh, the other podcast, uh, Jordana, and definitely this is something that the brides uh, tell a lot because everything goes so fast. And doing the destination wedding, we have the opportunity to have the, um, the interaction and to have the people that sometimes uh, you haven't seen so long time. And so we, uh, when you have the profile of your guests, it, it will be a more close friends um, event. If, if it will be like a more familiar event or like a party event, Definitely, this is something that we have to, to think to, to do the direction of which type of hotels, of resorts, or a private venue it would be. So I think that when we have uh, the profile of your guests, it would be much easier uh, to define what type of location you, you're look, you have to, to be looking for. So for example, you mean like a, when you're saying the profile of the guests, you mean like a younger crowd or is it mostly like older, your parents, friends, or like what kind of, you're saying like what kind of vibe? Exactly. Exactly. Because sometimes when you want to do like a small wedding, people, people used to think that a destination wedding is the same of a small wedding and it's not. Um, last, uh, like a two weeks ago, we have a destination weddings that is a wedding, uh, South Asia, a, a wedding that was 400 people. So it was a destination wedding, but not a small wedding. So sometimes we have to also take it off of our minds, but definitely when you're thinking in a destination that only is coming your family, your parents or close friends, that is once something more relaxed, we usually to recommend a different style of hotels. And when you want something in the, if you want like a multiple wedding, multiple events, maybe if you want, for example, like a boat, a boat uh, welcome, and then the rehearsal dinner and then the wedding. Right. Yeah. I think that's important. And I like what you were saying before about how like the, the appeal to me to a destination wedding was like, it's a whole weekend. It's not just what, you know, you don't go, you don't go to a venue, stay for five hours and then leave and go home. You really are. Um, you can come, you can greet, you can spend time with your guests, like um, on the welcome party or the rehearsal dinner. It's a nice chance to like, sort of take your time and enjoy like a whole weekend of being with people. And especially if they're traveling for you, usually they're a little closer to you. So it's nice to actually get like, a full bonding experience for an entire weekend with all your guests, which was my favorite part about it. This is for, for us is the most important because when you know the profile is much easier to design the whole wedding. 
uh, coming from each details. Sometimes the and sometimes the bride and groom, the the the, the couple or the family doesn't want to be with the guests all the, all the time. So <laughs> when I use when sometimes and I okay, let's do something smaller like a a resort that can if it, there is amazing resorts here with um. 40 villas or uh, 50 suites. And when you have, a, for example, like a 100 events, the first thing that we usually uh, recommend to our couple is let's do like this buyout so you can stay together because it's not like a huge resort. We can have then your guests meeting on the breakfast, the same pool. We are always together. And sometimes also the couple says, I don't want to be with them this much. <laughs> so, also, so also this is something that we have to consider because they have each couple is different. So for example, if you if if they are sometimes they ask me, okay, we are 50 people, but we want a big resort. Like we have here at uh, Riviera Maya resorts that like a 400 uh, rooms. So sometimes they also uh, want that their guests have their own activities. They're not only with the, um, the related to the wedding because sometimes we cannot only afford one uh, event. It's not all the clients that can afford three or four events for the, right. uh, for the game. So sometimes yeah. they, uh, de- depending a lot of the profile, what we are looking for. That's a great point because there's, you know, if you, the thing about destination weddings is I think it's much more common and it feels much nicer to invite everyone to every event because they're traveling all the way there for your wedding. So it's the cost for the, you can't really say, oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to invite like 30 people to this event and everyone to the wedding because then everyone's at the resort. So it would be a little bit strange (laughs) the other people not invited. Right. Exactly. And it's the same uh, when uh, people ask us about uh, all-inclusive hotels or uh, European plan hotels, because sometimes, you know, uh, people, they have like, um, sometimes the concern about the all-inclusive hotels. But definitely sometimes it will, it will be, according, uh, depending of the budget of the, the client, it would be a very good option because uh, they have amazing package. Of course, we have to consider a very good one and uh, that have like a great food. And there is, and I know sometimes people is concerned because they related that all inclusive with have like a bad um, uh, quality of food. for yeah. alcohol and food. So definitely here uh, we are so lucky because we have uh, uh, these major uh, alternatives of hotels, even for all in, all inclusive. But definitely have to uh, to pick up a very good vendor. And I think that nobody wants the wedding package, the core, the, the, uh, the average one. We have all, uh, always to, to work a little about the, um, the details that we can include, the personal details, the details from the hotel, the, 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 the couple, sorry, and what else we can add to the decor of the inventory that the hotel uh, already have. So it, like, it's uh, a huge word that thinks that we can uh, work. And of course, uh, working with an open plan is uh, so different too, because the, hotel, the hotels, they usually to include 
a very um, limited uh, items from their inventory because it's not what they are dedicated, that they are de dedicated. Uh, for all inclusive. Yes. They have the, uh, for example, the hotel that they are not all inclusive and they don't have um, the wedding package. They have a limited inventory for the, the weddings. So, of course, right. sometimes we have to invest a little more in rentals and flowers because they are not included in your, in your package. So there is the, the main difference of the all-inclusive and all the, the European plan. So when you have your budget uh, defined and when you have the, um, the profile of the guests that you are looking for, it's much easier to do the decision of the venue or the resort. Right. So when you're, so would you say that all inclusives are, are less expensive though, if you're looking to plan a destination wedding and you want to keep costs down, is that a good route to go? Or do you think it still winds up being just as expensive? <laughs> it's a trick. It's a trick uh, question because sometimes we have done like a uh, huge productions and we've a very good budget for the core in all inclusive. I'm saying okay. that sometimes it's easier for the couples uh, when they choose all-inclusive that I think that is, be is better for some type of client because they are giving uh, your, your guests a little average of uh, what they will be expending this whole weekend. So uh, this, this, I think this is the, the tricky from the... From the all-inclusive, you can have your decor if you want. You can have like a, a, a production, a very beautiful production. But when you want to do uh, to have to your clients like uh, average price of what they will be expending this weekend, because it's a it's a price per person. So it's right. it's it. And when you have a open plan, that is the other type of the of the hotels. When the, um, the, the hotels, um, of course, we, we will, will be still paying all the, the food and beverage and um, the alcohol for your, for your guests. But of course, we have much more um, options of, of uh, food uh, choice, menu, uh, menu choice, or open bar. And of course, uh, the the type of decor and the type of locations that the the hotel the hotel in European plan can can provide to you. So it's 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 a really it's a really trick um, question because there is I think that there is not one better than other one, but it's only talking about the type of the guests and the, what you're looking for, what what you want to provide, what you want to provide to your guests. What do you feel like is the biggest challenge for couples who are planning destination weddings like that they, uh, you know, that you guys have seen or that you try to overcome with with clients? Uh, so I think the most challenge for us is when the, um, the couples, they don't feel comfortable to share the budget that they have for the destination wedding. Sometimes for us, it's much easier uh, when we start uh, on this because a lot of people feels that we are asking to know about the budget that they have to charge more or to have more vendors or, or doing like a bigger production. 
but definitely i think that that's the this the knowing the um, the budget that you're de- doing the for the event is much easier and exactly because here at the destin- at the destination we have so many options will be much easier to define the type of the the locations the type of resorts if you're doing if you're uh, if you want for example some of our couples say gabby for me the most important is to have a very uh, we are very foodie so we want to have a very high quality of food and uh, others can say to me that the most important is entertainment Uh, so this is the way it usually to define. So I think this for us is uh, the most challenging when we start to do the, the, the planning process, this, this beginning of the planning process, because uh, we, we just, when we don't have the, this number, we try, we start to try in, in different uh, directions. So I think that when we have this information, it's much easier to, to define this better. Right. I would imagine, yeah, I would imagine a budget definitely helps to figure out where to, where to prioritize. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know one thing that the audience asks about a lot is like welcome bags and what you should put in them and like, you know, the importance of those. What do you, what do you got, you usually recommend for putting in a guest welcome bag? Okay. We love welcome bag. It's not like only the welcome bag is the gifting that we are having for our guests when they arrive at the destination. So for us is, is so important because it's something very personal, actually, um, the the typical things that we used to 
to use is the sunscreen. It's like a, a Mexican salsa bottle that can be also personalized with your, your with the couple pictures or the name or like a, 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 a fun quote. Uh, there is also the welcome note, the the program for the for the wedding. I think that also is very important to consider the a venue map uh, inside the welcome bag. Um, things like uh, Mexican chips and Mexican candies. This is something that is always fun and is for the volume. We can have like these Mexican nachos, the Mexican um, chips that can be like the the the, um, the bag full, and um, something that we usually recommend a lot is have like a local craft. So it's is I think that is very important when you do a destination uh, event. We also uh, this get back to the local artisans. That's the way that also you're helping the community that is locally and live uh, 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 for the for the tourists. So I think that this is a very is a very nice touch. And definitely, if you want to put something like a, um, done by yourself inside the the welcome bag, as even if it's a welcome note or if it's something very specific about the couple's personality, that people see the welcome and they say, okay, this is our, uh, our couple. I think that this is the most important. So um, program of the wedding, the, the map of the venue, like a Mexican candies, Mexican uh, totopos that we call, that is the, the Mexican chips, and salsas, Spice salsas and the handcraft. Something that people now they are including, of course, is like a mask. Sometimes can be a personalizing mask, the antibacterial gel. So this is some something that we have also included for the for the protocols. Some venues already include them on their welcome uh, kits. But it's a, it's a good way to follow the protocols also for your wedding. Right. I love that. I love the idea of, you know, wherever you're getting married to have a little local flavor because, you know, people are, are somewhere they're not super familiar with. So you want to kind of show them like a little taste of, of the destination that they're at. So I think that's great to have something that's like uh, local to, like you said, supporting local artists or supporting local vendors um, yeah. so important yes for us it's a very good it's a nice touch we usually to to explain and actually when they do like the personalized uh, items used to send pictures to our uh, couples how it have been uh, done with the artisans and how how it looks all the process that's great i love that so let's just to shift over to more of like decor questions from the audience. I know, um, obviously, like, you know, you're getting married in, in this case in um, in Mexico or by the ocean. And like, that's a, a beautiful scenic place. Like, what do you recommend in terms of rentals? Uh, how does that differ? You know what I mean? Like, what, what are your recommendations? Because you're already in such a natural, beautiful uh, location. Like what? What do you recommend to enhance that? Are rentals as necessary as they are in other places? 
or florals? Like, is, do you need as crazy of florals as you would not on a, in a beach destination? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Okay. So this is something that we usually to talk uh, a lot uh, as a planning expert. We know that sometimes the most of the venues here, they're so beautiful that we usually not really need to address a lot the areas. Of course, um, we are, if you're doing the ceremony on the beach, if you're doing the reception or even a welcome, a welcome party, we, of course, you don't need to dress all the, uh, the place. You can, uh, we have a lot of things that we usually to um, add to the hotel inventory, of course, the flowers play uh, a very, a very, a very beautiful element here because it's the way that you can give your uh, the color. We can give the the details of the wedding. So this is something that we can. I think I feel that when you're doing here destination wedding, we don't need to overdress the your event because here we have a so beautiful locations. But definitely, this is something that we can def- have to define. Define your events and go which and check which directions you want to do for each one to invest your money, invest what your budget the right way. So let's go uh, more with the style that you're looking for. The type of the location sometimes is the destination wedding is not only uh, beach, but of course here we have. A, a beautiful jungle areas and lagoon areas with uh, beautiful gardens and also the terrace of the the hotel or even like a pool party is uh, always a good way to give your touch on decor and flowers. So I think that the best way is uh, talk with the design of your wedding. What are you looking for? If is a sitting uh, or like a plated dinner or something more casual, if you're doing uh, stations only. So maybe you won't need like a full setting for everybody. So in, in if it's station, we can have like a cocktail tables with some bar stools or maybe like a lower. There is, sorry, there is a lot of options. I'm, I'm so passionate about the decor that I can stay here yeah. talking like forever. <laughs> No, totally. But I mean, okay, so I've just so you obviously you've been in decor for so long. What do you feel like would make the biggest impact? Like if you have a limited budget and you want to invest in like what do you find is the is the thing that people notice mo- most that if you're going to invest in in rentals um or flowers, like where should you place them or if it's rentals, like what do you think guests notice the most? Okay. Uh now with uh going for the um, for example for the social media area that people love to take pictures to have like a photo opportunities. I now something when we we have a, a lower budget event and not like a lower budget wedding because sometimes uh, Gabby we only uh, have having ha- having like the rehearsal dinner and we don't need a lot because we'll be like only thirty uh, people. So let's use the hotel's inventory. And let's add some points, strategic, strategic points, for example, for entrance, like a big, a big, a beautiful entrance. When your guests are coming to the location area and they think they can take pictures, it's like the first impression. I, I really recommend 
focus on like the first uh, impression of the entrance. I think it will be like uh, the wow uh, factor when people is, is, is arriving in your events. So I always recommend to have a very good, uh, beautiful set when people can get in, take pictures and maybe where they have some gifts to take. I really, I, I think that the, that the most beautiful spot is this one. And definitely where people can uh, have fun to take uh, pictures, to be for when we have like the big cushions and people will stay uh, like seated on the, on the ground. I think. Okay. Oh yeah. I've seen that. That looks beautiful. Yeah. I think that is. Will be I will be uh, recommending this like the first uh, the entrance that would be the the first impact and also some two one or two more spots when people can take pictures and use the hotel for example if you're using the hotel inventory we can have a, like a a beautiful tabletop we can maybe invest a little more in uh, like a goblets uh, like a wine goblets. Uh, with colors and add some uh, beautiful flowers or some elements, candles. I think that we we don't need to dress to overdress the, the area sometimes, but working on the tails. Do people do like flower walls too? Have you seen that a lot? Yes, we have seen a lot of flower walls. Now, of course, uh, everything is has been personalized. So there is many options when you do like a graphics when they can do like a neon letters or we can do uh, people is using a lot of graphics now. So we are very uh, pleasant to know that not only like a flowers, but also the combination of flowers and another elements that sometimes make us to be a little more creative. With, with right. this. And then for flowers, do you, uh, someone asked um, a question about, can, do you ever do like a mix of fake flowers and real flowers? Like, do, does that, is that something you guys do or would you recommend that? Yes, we have done. Jordan, it's not, it's not like a cheaper than the, the oh, real not. flowers <laughs> because sometimes uh, we have some fake flowers that we can use a lot when it's like a hanging decor. Sometimes when they do like a, a ballroom um, installation uh, inside the ballroom, for example, like a hanging installation that people is not so close to the flowers. They cannot see very well. So sometimes we have done a lot of uh, fake flowers and we can mix. Of course, I wish I, I usually do not recommend when we have the centerpiece with mixed flowers. Uh, fake and, and and real, but definitely for installation that people is not as far from the the guest eyes. I think that will be a very good option. Something that we have here the concern because we are um, the we don't have a lot of access here of uh, fake flowers. So sometimes when our clients ask for something of this type of decor, we ask them to bring them with them. Sometimes they come with the, the guests or if they are coming for a planning visit or any site visit before the wedding day. So they start to bring those because I know that the United States, they have a, a, a better quality of fake flowers in here. 
So in case, oh, interesting. Yeah. So in case uh, people is considering to do something uh, about with this type of decor, they can bring to us. But something I really recommend to when the decor is like far from the guest eyes. Uh, right. Oh, okay. So you're saying like you wouldn't put a fake flower probably on a table where they're sitting right next to it, but you might put yes. it um, somewhere like on like a, an arch hanging or, exactly yeah. hanging installations inside the, the hotel inside the, the ballroom, or maybe sometimes when they do the, um, as you say, like a, a, a floral wall, that is not something that maybe sometimes it go behind the, the bar or behind or on the stage. So this is something that we usually uh, we can do, but I really don't recommend because it's it's see it's see that is different. The difference from the fake flowers from the natural is seen when when right. you're next to the to the arrangement. What kind of trends are you seeing um, in terms of rentals and flowers that like are more recent or you think will be bigger in 2022? Yeah, I, as I explained, I love to work with graphics. This is something that coming very heavy for the, for the next season. Even now, we already start to, um, to send suggestions to even our uh, couples that they have already decided about the decor to add some graphics. And, and I'm saying graphics we can add to the, um, to the sitting charge decor or for the menus, uh, or for any of the, like the, the signs for the welcome signs. So we use a lot of print, uh, print, uh, printed, uh, pieces, graphic. Of course, here, I know that sometimes when you say about trends, it's not the same trends that you're using for a local wedding in the United States than a wedding right. that they have here destination. I think that for 2022, We'll still uh, keep a little with the um, the dry uh, leaves, a little. I think for a for a few months, a little of uh, pampas grass still. But uh, definitely, uh, I would I would bet on the the graphics now, just uh, to give a little a, a twist. When you say graphics, like, can you give me an example, like? of a graphic that you would use or where you would put it? Yes. Uh, all these printed pieces that you can do walls. We can do the, the signs. Uh, we can, uh, we are, we are still using a lot of geographic, uh, geometric uh, pieces when you can do like a printed on the walls of the entrance of sitting charges or for the, um, for the menus, for the um, welcome signs. This is everything that we can print here. Sometimes we have a work with amazing designers in the United States and another part that sent the art and we can print here the pieces. For example, oh, wow. yes. So for example, when you do like a pillars for, for flowers, for the um, ceremony. So we can do, it's not like a white or a wooden uh, pillar, like uh, this rectangular wooden square or so we can have like a printed pieces there to bring a, a little of um, of different textures to the decor. I think that is more. I can. I'm sorry if I cannot explain very well. But uh, when we use like a graphics, we can play a little with uh, different textures 
that we can we could not uh, use maybe with linens or flowers or uh, I think that we have a more creative to uh, to play with the with the decor elements. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Yeah, that I think that's now is something that we are uh, using a lot to give a little twist with the decor that we have already seen here. Right. And what about candles? Do you feel like a lot of people use candles sort of as a as a, if you're trying to stay within a budget or maybe save money at uh, candles as decor? Yes, people ask for candles. People usually uh, think that candles are cheaper than having a flower arrangement. Uh, but it's not because when you're doing candles, you're not doing only one candle. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that uh, if people go is not in our uh, Instagram account, I think that the last uh, photo that I put on, in our profile, I have a picture with uh, a, t- a long tables with a lot of candles. So when you do a candle, you have to do a lot. So uh, right. when you think that is uh, cheaper, is yes, it's cheaper when you use one or two, but it's not cheaper if you you want have uh, like a. Um, 15 or, or 20 candles different, even if it's different sizes in, in your, in your uh, table. But definitely right. is a, uh, a beautiful decor. We have used it a lot, but I want to clarify that it's not cheaper than flowers. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. I mean, yeah, because that's really how you get the wow effect with candles anyway, is by putting a lot in different sizes and different heights. Yes, and there um, is some um, different ways to use them outdoors. So, of course, we have uh, lanterns, we have a glass bo- uh, box that you used to put the, the pillar candles or floating candles. Definitely, there is uh, the right way to use them when you're doing outdoors events. Right. Yeah, I love that look. I know one thing that I had never thought about before I was planning my own wedding, which I think is so important now that I like really am thinking about it, is the lighting. The lighting of the room or the outdoor space, just like especially if you want people to be taking pictures, just making sure that, you know, the lighting is both like aesthetically pleasing and also <laughs> that you can see yes do you find that yes no? we we really uh, be- we, are, we are lighting believer we uh, sometimes the uh, the couples say that we don't need uh lighting here because as we 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 work so much at the hotels for example we know that there is some areas at the hotel that for example the bathroom access or the, um, the buffet lines lighting. I know that sometimes right. for our couples is difficult to visualize that they want to hire lighting for this, uh, this area too. So uh, when, we, uh, when we talk about the, the decor concept, we usually and always uh, go also uh, talk about the lighting issue because Besides of the uh, the access, besides of the we are, if you're investing in your decor, we need to light them up. So sometimes right. we put like the the photo booth, or you put like this beautiful flower wall, or you're doing like these fun swings that we put on the beach. And if you don't put any lighting, 
your your event uh, will be uh, the sunset will be uh, around 7 p.m. It's already dark and your events at the beach will, will be finishing at uh, 11. So it will be three hours of everything, of all these elements that you paid for dark. Right. There's no point investing in beautiful tablescapes if you can't see them. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, for, for us, it's very important. And when you go with the core concept, we always include, include lighting and and it's beautiful when they put like the market lighting and uh, the lanterns are hanging through all the, the events. But definitely we need some specific lightings that they cannot be covered with this type of lighting that is more like uh, decorative. Uh, even when we put like a candles and the, uh, on the, the path to ar- arriving the, the location, we need to add some lighting. So when uh, people right. is uh, in this contact with the wedding planner, and uh, the design, please always consider that uh, beside of the, the DJ, that is something that the audiovisual uh, company provide. Think also in all the, the lighting for the area. Right. And to me, that gives it that's what gives it the whole vibe. Also, it's just like the, I the, love it. the lights, how they're placed. Um, and that was something I definitely learned uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. into playing weddings. <laughs> I was I was probably like those couples originally that you were talking about, where I'm like, I don't understand why we would even need lights. Um, isn't that's, there just normal light? That's yeah. that's true. That's true. And also, when you have like extended uh, group that is uh, stay for several days in the same resort, is so important when because. If you're doing uh, an event on the restaurant or like the pool, um, the pool terrace, that the people goes there every day. So they right. when when for your events, of course, it's so important that the work with lighting, besides the decor, of course, but it's it's like the another ambience. So people say uh, will will see that they will be arriving the same area that they're coming every night to have dinner, but it's something special because now it's your event and this is lighted differently, decor differently. So I think that is play a very good point for, for, for the, for the wedding. Right. I totally agree. But um, I think that's basically all of our, our questions. And I mean, this was so helpful. I think for so many people who are either, planning a destination wedding or they're thinking about planning a destination wedding and they there's it's it's hard to get uh all the the full information so thank you so much for coming on where can where can they find you where can they find Quintero and see all the the beautiful (laughs) work that you've done oh thank you so much for 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 these for these um it's so important I think this is so important to share because is a lot of information that and and people I know that is a lot of concern about the destination wedding. If it's cheaper, if it's more expensive than having like the local one, but uh, definitely any people that want to ask me can uh, can go in our account in Cantero Weddings and um, something that we have done. I have done a lot in my personal Instagram account is doing like in my highlights, uh, the backstage of the, the weddings. So it's, it's nice too, if people want to see in Gabi Lavor, the, all the process, because sometimes people don't think that when you do like this beautiful um, art 
of paper flowers. How was the process of doing this? So uh, for Cantero Weddings, to see more of our events and Gabi Lavor, also we can find the highlights in some of our uh, uh, backstage life. Right. Yeah. I think that, that, that that's a great because pl- really Instagram or social media is the best place to see like how things come to life. Uh, I think you guys do such a great job of that. Um, so we, I mean, we'll tag you when this episode's up tag can uh, we're follow Cantero planner one events, G- Gabby Lavora, and we'll chat, we'll put that all in the description. Um, and I know you are planning my wedding, which yes, is next month. I can't so believe excited. it. I, I, I yeah. was not, I was not, uh, Wanted to talk about your wedding now because uh, it was. Like, <laughs> we don't want to spoil yeah, it. Right? So yeah, the surprise. But you're so yeah. exciting to have it here. So then I think at the hotel is it's a hotel that we love, and everything will look gorgeous. I can't wait to share with everybody. I would. That was the best part of my planning visit was seeing the 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 tablescapes and the layout that you guys brought, and they were so beautiful. It got me so excited for. It's just really those little details. You guys are so good at them. Um, and yeah, I've got my welcome party, my rehearsal dinner, and my wedding. You're doing the the flowers and rentals for all of those, and you guys will be able to see it all showcased on Betch's Brides and my personal Instagram. And I'm I'm excited for them to see your work there. And again. If you have more questions, please DM Gabby and Cantero and uh, contact them via their website. Again, we'll put all that info in the uh, in the description of this episode. Yes, I want to say also thank you to Patty to put us in contact. We are very happy to uh, to have this opportunity, Jordana, to work together. We are so exciting to have you here. We're I'm very very excited, and we will I will see you next month. And thank you so much for coming on. Till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.